Hello and welcome to Business, Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun. Hello and thank you for joining me. Now today's episode is going to be something that I think will help a lot of people. Um, There have been a lot of people having questions around the subject, a lot of conversation going through my community and I wanted to record a podcast to help y'all and give you some information to help you move forward. So today's episode is something that I call park it or pivot. And this is a strategy that I've used and refined, especially in COVID time, to help our ladies really start to think about reassessing their goals and making appropriate decisions for them, depending on where they're at. So, you know, we are coming up to week five of COVID life. And I think these questions around goals are coming up more and more now, um, which is really cool. Now, it's not to say that questions around goals weren't coming up when all the restrictions and transitions changed with, obviously, things happening here in Australia and the world. Um, But I think the questions that were happening more and the conversations that we're having more was just literally trying to get through our shit on a day-to-day basis, let's be real. Um, And I don't think jumping into reassessing goals super early when it was all, you know, just unfolding was like a helpful conversation for a lot of people to have. That doesn't mean that I didn't have these type of conversations. I very much did, but it was, it was on a, you know, on a one-on-one basis. And most of the, the conversation that I had in the first like one to two weeks was very much around helping everyone transition to at-home training, um, making everyone feel comfortable with the new environment. And as we've kind of moved on from week to week, I'm, I'm feeling like a lot of people have a bit more capacity to kind of ask a few questions that are a little bit bigger right now and one specifically in regards to goals. So you know, prior to, to COVID, my community, the gals that train at, at BBB, Barbell Babes Brigade, we're a bunch of like, we are a bunch of goal-driven gals. You know, we do like to set goals and we do like to pursue things that challenge us, give us enjoyment and produce results that we're seeking. And there were a lot of strength-related goals for many of us, you know. Obviously, I have a business um, that is built around a barbell and it's built around strength training for women. So, we, we had so many different goals that we were working towards. So whether it was chasing down a number that we've wanting to lift for so long or whether it was wanting to, you know, increase a PB or look to potentially get on the platform or look to put our ladies in, in, in a lifting party, which is what we do in our facility. Um, there was a lot of strength-related goals that everyone had. And Corona's obviously come up and, and shaken us all up. And for a lot of us, we don't have the capabilities or equipment to be training in the same way that we had. So the last four weeks has literally been about transitioning to at home and just making sure that everyone has been getting through life. Um, but it's really cool to see now that people want to have conversations around goals. So that's what I want to do with you guys today. Um, I hope that when we get to the end of this episode, you'll have some questions to write down and some, some thoughts to start, you know, asking yourself. And I also hope that you've got a strategy in which you can go ahead and start to plug in some answers to actually give you your own 
pivots or pockets. And I'll get to um, I'll get to that in a little bit around what that means. But I really hope that by the end of this episode, you can determine what's going to be the best steps for you going forward in regards to to your goals. So let's first describe what pocket or pivot is. So it's not just like, I don't want you to think about it as like another catchphrase of like setting goals. Um, You know, we think about like smart goals and that's like flogged time and time again, right? Now, pocket or pivot is something that I've just thought about because I think it's important for us first and foremost to bring it obviously back to ourselves because this is our goals and this is our life. And for me, it takes into account how we're thinking, how we're feeling and the capacity in which we have available right now to do anything. So park it. Now, let's just assume that everyone has goals, um, some sort of health and fitness goals related uh, in their life prior to COVID. Now, when I say park it, um, park it is if you're feeling like you're in a position where you're like, look, I just don't have the space to pursue my goals right now. And when I say my goals, that's the goals that we had previous to COVID. So you might be in a position where you're just like under the absolute pump with work or you're at home now and you're homeschooling children um, or you're simply like you're finding the transition to working at home just so freaking weird and the capacity in which you have to just think about anything else apart from work, family, you know, base level things like eating and going to sleep and things like that, you know, maybe you don't have the space to be pursuing anything with goals right now. And that's like, seriously, there's a heap of us like that, right? So to park your goals means to literally be like, look, I'm just going to leave them for now. I don't feel like I have the capacity physically or mentally to be even like deciding on new things or I just, it's all a bit much. So if honestly, if you're feeling like that and you did have performance related goals prior, then I would just encourage you to park it for this point in time. Now, that does not mean that when you decide that you're going to park it because you don't have the capacity right now that you can't go ahead and change it. You absolutely can. You can change your decision anytime you want. Um, So, you know, we had a, a few clients actually that felt like that at the start of COVID and they wanted to park their goals. But now we're a two weeks, two extra weeks on and they've been able to bring themselves back up to baseline and feel like they've got some energy and some happiness coming from life again. So now they've decided to go ahead and start to do some pivots. Now, what does pivots mean? Um, Pivot is, you know, if you think you're saying to yourself, I still want to pursue my goals. Um, My long-term goals are still important to me, but obviously things are different right now with COVID and I don't know how to make a pivot or what alternatives to create to support my long-term goals. So those are the two things there, guys. We've got park it or pivot it. Now, one thing I just didn't mention with the park it is when we say that we're parking something, so look, I just, um, I'm out. Like my goals are just too audacious right now. That doesn't necessarily mean that you can't seek an alternative. Um, so to park your goals prior to COVID is to go, cool, awesome. Like it's just too much. Let's just settle those things down. But you could seek an alternative that is more in line with where you're at. So for example, I actually decided to park my own goals recently um, and actually not make a pivot, but I'll, I'll explain I'll explain the park it with you first. So I was set to compete in May um, at the Sydney Fitness Expo, Expo and Powerlifting. And like this was, I think it was like my 12th comp. And I was like actually really excited about it. I'd done a heap of work to get myself G'd up again. Um, because competition for me over the last like year had been pretty flat anyway. 
Um, and you know, I'd really like, I'd taken on board my own programming. I was starting to do some self-coaching on myself, which I haven't done in gosh, how many years. Um, and I was really starting to make some changes and make some decisions to take charge of my goals with competition. And then when COVID happened, like I literally was just like, oh, fuck this. I don't even want to like pivot and lift heavy if I don't have that goal of competition. And so I just decided to like fully park competition and, um, I've started to seek some alternatives with my training. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at and there's nothing wrong with parking it. It's just, I know my capacity right now and I've got a lot of things on my plate. Um, obviously running a business during this time is pretty cray. Um, you know, transitioning to being at home with my husband and, and yeah, it's just, it's just a very weird time. So for me, parking competition feels like the best option right now. So I'm parking it and I'm seeking an alternative, which is I'm just going to literally, I really want to get good at chin-ups. Um, so my alternative is I just want to get good at chin-ups right now. Now, wh- why and how is this different to a pivot? So pivot is assuming that you still want to chase your long-term goals that you had prior to COVID. So um there are a couple of options with your pivot. Now, first and foremost, we have to like remember that pivots are going to look different for everyone, right? And they're obviously going to be influenced from a number of different factors. And some of these things could be like, obviously like availability to equipment, um, how many different commitments you've got on at work or family, um, how you're dealing emotionally, uh, what are your current struggles. So you have to consider like, even though you might want to still pivot because you do still feel like you want to go ahead and pursue your goals, you still have to take into account what's literally going on with your life. Um, So I think that's really important first and foremost. So do a bit of a like a body scan type thing and going, all right, cool. What's mentally happening? What's physically happening? Where's my stress at? Where's my commitments at? Where's my time at? Just go through a number of different things to just get kind of like a brain dump or a picture of where your life is at because pivots obviously will look different. And again, if we choose a pivot that's a bit too audacious with where we're at, then we're going to kind of like shoot ourselves in the foot. So just like I said, and just what I went over there, um, you know, if you uh, if you do a body scan head to toe and just go through and close your eyes, just think about different factors. Where am I at, where am I at physically, mentally, work, stress, family, whatever. Just get it all out and just get an idea of what's going on for you personally. So pivots will look different, but there are going to be like some pretty clear things that are off the cards right now, okay? And if we have strength-related goals prior to COVID, there's the things that are not going to be there right now is we literally, like, un- unless, you do- unless you do have equipment, this is completely off the cards. Like, you can't be pursuing squat, bench, deadlift, heavy loads right now. Like, that top end range strength that you'd be training for, it's gone. Okay, so that obviously means that you can't be chasing PBs down at this stage. You can't be hitting volume and intensity that is just like top end range. That so that's like two things that are completely off the cards. Um, but I think uh, an important note here is that even if you do have equipment, um, and let's just say like I actually have pretty much like full setup available in my gym still um, for me and my staff, um, and like. Everything's still there for me to chase top end strength if I wanted to, but I just don't have the capacity to do that right now. So even if you do have the equipment available, top range strength, like, do you have it? Like, is that the best thing for you right now? 
So you might, even though you might have the equipment, the environment might be different. You might not have the same energy, the same commitment, the same intention, the same vibes. Like, yes, you might feel like, okay, just because I've got the equipment, I have to like keep going. Guys, if it's if it's not there, don't like push it, man, because you're just again like you'll shoot yourself in the foot and it's going to be a pretty like like a shit swim upstream. Right. So another thing that's probably off the cards for a lot of people right now, if they don't have a barbell is like technical um, technical abilities and and getting technically better at squat bench deadlift. So practicing those movements over and over again because you might not have access to a barbell, the technical refinement part of those three lifts in a comp specific setting is probably off the cards as well. So you know there those are the that's the reality of what we're facing. So I think it's naive if we just go yeah cool. Let's try and do something like this. If for one, obviously you don't have the gear or for two, you just don't have the capacity as well. So even though there's a few things that are obviously off the cards, there are so many things that are still available for us to pursue now in the short and midterm in relation to our long-term goals. So if we think about something like a strength-related goal and it's specifically squat bench deadlift PBs, I'm wanting to compete or I'm wanting to obviously increase my numbers, like that in-range strength and that in-range um, practice is is not available. But we can, however, pursue like the following things, right? We can obviously look to um, maintain the muscle that we've got in our frame to help support those loads in the future. We can obviously look to also grow muscle and grow, um, like build out lagging muscle groups that will help those lifts in the future. Um, we can be focusing on our overall conditioning. So meaning we can help ourselves on a cardiovascular sense so that we can get better at tolerating higher volume when we come back to um, a barbell and gyms reopen. Um, we can also help our conditioning to be able to recover from sessions better and literally not feeling like we're dying under load. Um, even though the, the practice of squat bench deadlift with a barbell is not there, we can still very much focus on foundational movements that do support squat bench deadlift. So we can focus on things like stacking, um, stacking of our ribs and our hips and making sure that we've got core stability and core strength so that when we do get under a load again, we've got that big, big foundation that's really built to be able to handle the load that we want to do in the future. Um, we can be obviously focusing on retraction, protraction of our upper back and really making sure that we've got those smaller muscle groups that maybe we neglect because we don't spend as much time on our um, pre-training stuff. You know, maybe we need to be spending a bit more time on um, focusing on activation of those particular muscles. And, you know, when it comes to heavy loads, like I'm guilty of it. And I know a lot of people are that when you're pursuing heavy loads, like there's only so much capacity you can take, right? And you are focused on a lot of the time, just that. And even though we know we should be doing all this other stuff, it doesn't often get the same attention that it deserves. And, you know, ironically enough, that is the stuff that we need half the time to make us a better lifter. But like powerlifting is a sport where we, like we love the feeling, right? Like powerlifting is, think about it, it, it's a pretty ludicrous, amazing sport. And I love powerlifting because of the feeling that it gives me. I feel so empowered and so powerful when I'm lifting and going ahead and hitting loads and, and going through the process of methodically 
you know, doing the stuff that I should be doing with my load and, and pushing through with my sessions. And it makes me feel awesome. And powerlifting is a sport that is like emotionally driven. And because we want to keep lifting heavy, we can very much neglect the shit that we should be doing. So there is stuff that we can be doing right now. Um, we can also be looking to move in different planes to address um, stabilities. We can be looking to obviously increase stability in lots of movements right now. Um, whether you've got instabilities in one particular leg or uh, instabilities in your upper back. And, you know, you can see these things when you look back at your squat bench deadlift. And if you obviously can't do it yourself, then get your coach to help you. But ask your coach, like, where are my lifts breaking down? What can I do to enhance my lifts when I get back under a barbell? Um, we can also be looking to literally work on our intention with our training. Um, because again, sometimes when we have got heavy loads on the barbell, it's just simply about getting through and not dying. But with some of the alternatives that we can be doing right now, we can be really focusing on, you know, muscle activation and making sure that our tempos are nice and controlled and our pauses are so stable at the bottom. We can be doing all of that right now. We can also be focusing on changing our body composition, whether it's body fat reduction, muscle gain, weight loss, um, anything that is you know, relevant to you, we can very much be doing that right now, which leads into we can be focusing on um, like our nutrition and, and, and how we're nourishing our bodies. Um, we can be making some some really cool targets around what we're, what we're eating right now. We can also be focusing on like recovering practices and um, spending more time on our release and activation work. There's just like, there's so many things. There's more options available to us than there are options taken away. And I think when, especially with a sport like powerlifting, right, because we are so emotionally driven towards a sport like this, when that's taken away, it's like, oh my gosh, oh, fuck it. I can't do anything now. And we sometimes neglect to look and see that, yeah, okay, that's off the cards, but there's just so many options. So I just want you to think about that. Um, and obviously if you're not a coach yourself, um, or even if you are a coach and you're still struggling because you know, when you're in it yourself and you're emotionally driven, it can be hard to see options. I get that. So, you know, if you've got a coach also do some troubleshooting with your coach and go, Hey, okay, what are the alternatives that I can seek right now? So with all of that said, let's start to kind of like start to streamline some of the stuff. So we've got some questions that we can ask and with these questions and these answers that we get, we can then go step by step. All right, let's decide on some, some outcomes here. So first and foremost, I want you to like think about what were your long-term goals prior to COVID, okay? And then I want you to think with your long-term goals, do I literally need to park it or pivot, okay? So if you want to park it, cool. Do you literally want to take a rest and just go, I'm out, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not there? Or do you want to park it and seek an alternative, which is maybe a different goal in line with how you're feeling? Or the next side, do we want to pivot on this long-term goal? Okay. Obviously, we don't know the pivots just yet. I've given you a number of different options above. However, there's so many, and it's now deciding on which pivot is appropriate. So we've obviously looked at our long-term goal. We've made a decision on whether we want to park it, park it completely, park it, seek an alternative, or if we want to pivot. Now, if we're choosing to pivot... We want to ask ourselves, with respect to my long-term goals, what things contribute to a successful outcome? Okay. 
So let's go ahead and use strength-related goals or competition. Um, let's just use strength-related goals, actually. So with your pivot, what are the things that contribute to a successful outcome if you've got numbers that you're wanting to achieve? So let's go squat, bench, deadlift. You can think in your mind whatever movements feel cool for you. What are the things that contribute? Obviously, we need to have muscle in order to have the capacity to produce force. So that's one thing. That's what can contribute. Another thing that can contribute is um, movement patterns that might need might need some work. Okay, obviously they're not going to be the actual movement if you don't have access to it. But what other movements can support those movements that you're wanting to get better at? We can also look at what are those little muscle groups that need some work right now? Where are my muscle weaknesses? Okay, what other things contribute to having those PBs that you're wanting to seek? What's your conditioning like? What's your recovery like? How are you pulling up? majority of sessions okay so have a think about what are the things that contribute to that successful outcome now the next one number three is out of these successful things or out of these things that contribute to a successful outcome you know, out of these things what is it that you can actually pursue right now so what is it that you can pursue right now so if you've got strength-related goals and you're training at home, obviously you can't go ahead and hit those PBs right now, but you can very much focus on muscle maintenance and muscle build-out. You can very much focus on conditioning. You can very much focus on you know, how you're nourishing your body to support muscle growth as well. Um, you can very much be focusing on your intention with your training. There's like five to six different things there. Now think about it. What things do you actually want to pursue? And what things feel right, you know, right for you right now? So um, let's, let's, I'm encouraging people to go for like low barrier stuff, like pick those low hanging fruits straight up, right? So if it's something like conditioning, we can, everyone can be doing that right now with going for some extra walks, right? Um, we can be hitting a couple of small walks in the morning, um, and we can, you know, very much be tracking that and giving ourselves some targets from week to week. Okay. So that's a, that's a low hanging fruit first and foremost. Another low hanging fruit that you could do that I find a lot of people don't do on a normal basis is drink enough water. Like it's a super easy one. So that's another low hanging fruit. And then another low hanging fruit in regards to nourishing your body is you could have some targets around, um, vegetable intake or frequency of your food. If you know that your appetite has dropped and, you know, you're very much eat under eating during this time. So you want to look at things that you can pursue, and then you want to maybe decide on a few things that you actually feel like you can do right now. Like I said, pick some stuff that's like low hanging fruit. That's not going to set yourself up for failure. Okay. And then with those things that you're wanting to pursue, I just jumped into it already, but I think it's really important to have stuff that you can have some milestones across or some trackable measures across. Okay. And then I want you to consider it over the next one to two months. So over the next month, I will focus on what? Question mark. And then the next one could be over the next two months, I will focus on insert X question mark. Okay. And what will happen though, is that I know sometimes where our brain wants to go is going, oh, you know, I still can't see how this fits, in, fits into the long-term um, goal. 
And I get that, especially if you're not a coach, um, and especially because the sport and the, the training modality that we choose to do strength training, it, it's got a lot of feeling behind it, right? Like strength training is such a training modality that just makes us feel amazing. And a lot of people do strength training, continue to go down that round because of the feelings that it gives us, the confidence and the empowerment and all that kind of stuff. And so I know that sometimes pivots like these that I've just been over, they might not necessarily feel the same. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like I like to, I like to train with a barbell. I like to lift things up and down and I like to have that sensation of feeling like I'm actually, you know, moving forward with those type of strength related goals. But obviously those things are off the cards for a lot of people right now. So with the pivots that you're going to choose, I really encourage you to pick some pivots that are low hanging fruits first and foremost and set some trackable measures across it. So that one, they are not easy to achieve. They're still going to take work, but they are things that are are within your grasp. Okay, because you just don't want to set yourself up for failure at this point in time. We're already on a back foot. We're already in a position where we don't have everything that we want to have. So why would we give ourselves really big goals that, you know, we potentially might fail and make us feel even more like worse anyway? So like um, where I was going with that, sorry, is I understand that, you know, with pivots, it can still feel like, oh, this just doesn't give me the same enjoyment as, you know, like a squat bench deadlift goal. Yeah, it won't. Like it, honestly, it's probably not going to, but there are still things that we can do right now that will take us towards the bigger picture. And honestly, from a coaching point of view, this is the stuff sometimes that I'm like barter with people to get done. Um, Because I know that when we start to compete, right, and we keep training for for PBs, we just want to go, go, go. We want to hit the volume. We want to hit the PBs. And we do neglect some of that stuff. But if we were to just go, you know what, okay, this is the the hand that we've dealt right now and I'm going to do everything I can to hit my activation work with more frequency and track that. I'm going to increase my conditioning and go for two to three walks per week and track that. You know what, I do want to go ahead and get stronger and continue to hit my strength-related goals and I do know that I need to have muscle in order to produce force and have the ability to produce force. Shit, I, I actually want to try and pursue that right now, which means that I need to start looking at what I'm actually putting through my body. Okay, cool. I'm going to set some parameters around that. I also know that I want to produce some muscle right now. And in order to produce muscle, we have to have sufficient resistance in order to produce that stimulus for the adaptation, right? So how can we do that? We're going to have to get really gnarly with some of our training right now. We're going to have to have big lots of sets. We're going to have to have five, six sets. We're going to have to have lots of tempos, lots of reps. We're going to have to have this stuff that quite honestly, this training modality is harder. But if we want to produce that muscle growth, then we're going to have to set some parameters around that as well. So it might be, you know, looking to, we can progress it by looking to increase our sets or our reps or in another week, both. We can also look to apply more resistance and pick up some weird shit and lift, you know, do squats with a pop plant or squats with a petrol bottle or I don't know, whatever it is that's available at your home. Okay, let's go ahead and track something like that. So yes, there are things that are available to us. And yes, it's probably not going to feel the same. However, completely on the cards, if 
All of my lifters were to do this type of stuff that's available at COVID right now and myself, we would all come out the other side being better lifters. And that's not to say, and I don't want it to sound like I'm going, you know, now's your time to do blah, 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 and make the most of it. I'm totally not about that life. If you don't feel like you have the capacity right now to do a lot of pivots and set some targets around these these goals, that is okay. Set some pivots that will keep you on track, that'll keep you training Keep your energy moving, okay, and keep you at a maintenance stage, at least a maintenance stage so that when we come back to the gym, you know, we don't have to like, you know, tread again to come back to baseline and then obviously have to work twice as hard to get there. Again, though, if you do feel like you need to rest, then that's cool. Do, do what you got to do at this point in time, park it or pivot it, but please make sure that you think about how you're feeling in order to make the best movements for you going forward so guys I hope that gave you some information to think about so park it or pivot okay just to reiterate we've got to park it completely rest we've got to park it seek an alternative goal that's where I'm at right now or we've got to pivot hey I still want to keep my long-term goals but what can I actually be doing that is going to go ahead and help my long-term goals when I come back into a gym And when I can fully pursue them in the way that I want to pursue them. Is it muscle build out? Is it conditioning? Is it nourishment? Is it recovery practices? What is it? Is it a combination of stuff? Go ahead and choose a few things that you feel that you can pursue right now with the capacity that you have. Think about the low hanging fruits first and think about the stuff that can be tracked Because, hey, we want to give ourselves some wins during this time and we want to set ourselves up for freaking success, right? And then think about over the next one to two months, I'm going to focus on what? I'm going to get this done. And I know I'm going to achieve this because the evidence is this, okay? Whether the evidence is X amount of sessions completed every single week, whether evidence is I can do X amount of rounds in a conditioning-based circuit from week one to week four, That might be some more evidence. Another evidence is I can visibly see more muscle on my frame. Evidence is I can, I know that I'm drinking X amount of uh, water per day because I'm tracking it. Or I can see that I'm increasing my vegetables and I'm putting more, you know, more of the nutrients in my body that I sometimes neglect. The evidence is that I'm completing two to three rehab sessions per week and hey I should have been doing that prior but I'm doing that now and I've got some tracking sheets around that so there's so many different options that you can think of start with your low-hanging fruits gain some momentum there and then if you've got a coach ask your coach awesome okay I'm feeling really cool where can I keep stepping it up a notch and then we can just keep going from there and then when we set up some new goals we're in a good spot with the help of your coach we can start to get some tracking measures in place And it's not just about fluffing around. It's not just me saying this and pulling this out of my ass so that it's like, this is to make you feel better. No, not at all. But there are some very, very clear things that we can be focusing on right now if that's where you feel like you want to go. And if you don't, that's cool as well. All right, guys, hope that made sense. I hope to see you again. Well, no, I hope to hear from you and speak to you via the podcast next week. Bye. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. 
If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, rasheenh on Instagram or rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.